Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. Hi guys, welcome back to the Ladies Who Law School podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And today is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So there's lots of love in the air. Of so course. much love. So much <laughs> love. Love for the law. Love, love for ourselves. Yeah, don't forget the self-love for sure. <laughs> Maybe love for our significant other love if they're lucky. For my dog because yes. he's my child. The love of my life, the dogs. Yes. <laughs> I really, really wish the dogs could be here with us to record. And just come up here and hang out. It would be so nice. But um, we've tried that before. And, uh, They're like... Well, <laughs> not at the studio. Yeah. But other places. At home. <laughs> at home. At our home studio, they would be in the background <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> yeah. So that's not It was hard to edit out. Yeah. So you're welcome for that. <laughs> So, um, what do you have planned for Valentine's Day, Haley? Well, it is my boyfriend's birthday, so I'm going to Dallas where he lives. Um, we don't really have any big plans. I know, like, eating out is so hard on Valentine's Day. It's always so crowded and expensive. So, I think we're just going to get dinner, maybe hang out with his mom some, because it is his birthday. Just do whatever he wants, I guess. I feel like it's like... It's like a double whammy. Yeah. I mean, I've always thought, like, oh, it would really suck to be a girl with a Valentine's Day birthday because then, like, you're probably only going to get flowers on Valentine's Day slash your birthday and never again. But then I was thinking about, for guys, it's kind of nice because it's, like, his birthday. Yeah, so it's like, really oh, like, focus is not all on you, you today. Yeah, it, it works out well. Yeah, it does, especially for guys. My little brother also is a Valentine baby. He's turning nine, so... Shout, Shout out. out to you, Matthias, but you'll have it good when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have to worry about getting your girlfriend a ton of gifts because it'll be your birthday. Mm-hmm. So, the 13th, mm-hmm. February 13th, is National Galentine's Day. And that means, you know, girl power, girl love. like Hanging out with your girlfriends. Yeah, who cares if you have a boyfriend or not? Like, exactly. It's all about the girls. Yeah, so um, our 1L section planned a little Galentine's Day meetup where we're going to have like champagne and chocolate covered strawberries and just all get to hang out and dress cute and we don't class um on Fridays so it works out really nice but I'm really excited what are you what are you thinking about that um I think it's gonna be a great way to kind of get to know more girls in our section yeah um I think when you get to law school you kind of cling to a certain group for sure and it kind of stays that way people don't really move around much in their friend groups Mm -hmm. so i think it'll be cool to like finally hang out with some people that we might want to get to know and just have more of a 
bond with the girls in our section. At a school. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of, I feel like it'll be nice to see if, like, a familiar face around the law school and be like, hey, like, we've hung out before, you know? And just, like, give us a chance to make more relationships because these are going to be our colleagues one day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's cool. And it's a girl event, so. Yeah. We don't have to worry about any guys or anyone trying to talk to you or anything weird. And um, if any of y'all ever come to the Oklahoma City area, um, there's a bar, champagne bar. Yeah. It's called the Eleanor. um, And it's like a very girly theme, like pink everywhere. Yeah. So that's... That should be fun. Yeah, that's where the event's going to be, and so it totally goes with the Valentine's Day theme. I'm really excited. It was it was meant for days like this. Yeah, for sure, and for females. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Um, we figured that since it is Valentine's Day that we would delve a little bit into what we would say like dating in law school, just like how dating in while you're a law student affects your life. Because yeah. it's very different than just dating somebody out in the real world yeah it's so it's so different and we'll get into different aspects of that but I think to start off I guess we can give them a little background of our relationships relationships that we have now yeah so since it's the valentine's day spirit we'll talk a little bit about our relationships so I have a boyfriend obviously (laughs) his name is Colton Colton um he lives in Dallas we are long distance as of right now so I guess a little bit about how we met um we met at texas tech on a dating app actually i'll let y'all guess what that is (laughs) but we met at tech the night that we you know like started talking on the app we started texting the next day and then we met up and hung out and which has been pretty much inseparable ever since um he's definitely my best friend it's been hard because obviously long distance is hard i guess just to touch a little bit about long distance in law school a lot of people are doing long distance. I wouldn't say a majority of people are married, but fewer than not there's tend a, to be married. Yeah, there's a handful. Yeah, and I think you can you see it more regularly, I think. And, you know, it's kind of nice because you can, it's kind of camaraderie around that. I feel like one of our guy friends, he's married and his wife lives back in Dallas. And sometimes it's just nice to be like, man, this sucks. And it's nice whenever you do get to see them again. I think it makes you appreciate it. I haven't seen him in three weeks. It's been really long. I've been just like, oh, this stinks. But I'm really excited to get back there and hang out with them and everything. Well, that's enough about me and my relationship. So, Samantha, tell me a little bit about yours. So, I also have a boyfriend. Um, His name is John. He also goes to our law school. Um, (laughs) We met... Um, kind of at the beginning of the first semester, like towards maybe like a month and a half in. And, you know, we just clicked. We are really close. We're really good, you know, friends, not only relationship, like romantic relationship-wise. But, we, yeah, we haven't been dating for that long, so we'll see how things go. But right now we're really happy. Good. That's good. Yep. Obviously, you have the aspect of dating someone in law school since you're dating someone in law school. So, I think it's very interesting to date someone in law school, partly because when you first get to school, a lot of people are telling you, don't date within the law school, like, don't date in your section, like, it's a bad idea. Um, Of course, I didn't listen to that advice, but it's worked out so far. Um, I would say that it's nice 
to be able to see your significant other all the time, but it can be a lot when it's not only you're seeing them every single day in class, but you're also seeing them after class on the weekends. And I'm the kind of person who kind of needs, you know, space. And that's just how relationships work for me. So we've managed to come up with a a system that kind of works for us. And, you know, we try not to mix our school with our relationship much anymore because it's really hard not to. Yeah, it is really hard. I, I can believe that. Yeah. And I thought there would be like a really big sense of competition by dating someone in the law school, but I haven't really found that because we, you know, basically choose to not tell each other our grades um, even though I'm, I'm sure he has an idea of what I've done and vice versa, but mm-hmm. we really make an effort to not make it a competition, which yeah, I think helps a lot. Exploit that. Yeah. Smart, smart. Do you think you would recommend dating in law school with someone with your peers or what do you, what's your advice on that? I think it's a case by case basis. <laughs> Classic um, lawyer answer. <laughs> I, I don't know if it wasn't with John, I don't know if it would have worked out with anybody else. Um, I think it was kind of just something that happened. A special circumstance. Exactly. But, I mean, people do meet in law school, and they, you know, end up getting married and et cetera, et cetera. We've heard the good stories. Exactly. But also we've heard the bad stories where, you know, you date someone in your section, you break up, and they maybe start dating someone else, and it's just crazy. Yeah, it's like heartbreak. And you have to see that person every day, your 1L year. After your 1L year... You won't see them as much if you don't take the same classes. But 1L year, that's one thing that when we first started dating, I really wanted to make it known to him, like, you know, we got to be really careful about this because it can really affect um, how we perform in school if we're not in a good place. And just like your mental health. I mean, being around someone that you don't want to see every day can't be easy. So breaking up with someone that's in your section like would not be fun no and I like I said case by case basis some people might really love to be able to see their significant other 24 7 yeah as much as I love seeing John yeah I think we both know that we're people who need our space yeah so so it's good Mm -hmm. so I think it sounds like to me that setting up boundaries is really important for dating someone in law school if you are going to pursue that And I think this falls into not only law school, but any kind of graduate program, medical schools too, I'm sure. Like any kind of like coworker too. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm not, I've never been in a situation like that. I actually did know people at my old job that dated. So yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it's the same thing. You got to see them every day. Mm -hmm. So it can be a lot. It's interesting that you bring that up too, because most relationships, like if you do date in the workplace, you have to let someone know, you know, because it can become a problem. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting to think about how that could transpire later on, you know? I know. And now, like, we obviously love to think of the future and stuff, mm-hmm. and we're like, dang, like, what if you're a prosecutor and I'm a public defender? Like, oh, that's going to be so weird. <laughs> that could be a huge conflict <laughs> of interest. Yeah. So it's um, definitely treading lightly and just kind of taking it day by day. Yeah, that's what I say, just taking and it boundaries. Out. Very important to me. Yeah. They might not be for you, but that's something I've learned throughout my relationships that boundaries are really important. Yeah. How about dating someone who's not in law school? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really think that there's a big difference. I don't, I think being in law school and dating someone outside of law school is nice because like, do you ever, do you ever feel like it's nice to kind of get a break from the law 
like when you can talk to your significant other about like not law school yeah I definitely think that can be nice but also it's just different I think that I'm going along this journey and like no one really gets it and so sometimes I do think like dang it would be nice if like he was here and he was going through this too firsthand yeah and like could really like be in my shoes but at the same time, yeah, it's nice to have a break. It's nice to get out. I mean, I'm leaving this weekend. I totally need this. It's been a long time coming. But I think one of the positives, the pros of dating someone non-law school would be it's a break. And maybe one of the downfalls is that they don't completely understand everything that you're going through. And it can be, you know, trying at times for sure. And I also think it's so important to communicate with your partner, regardless of if you're dating in law school or if they live in the same house as you or they live five hours away. Regardless, in relationships, it's so important to communicate. So I just want to harp on that the most, like regardless of Mm -hmm. either one of our relationships. I think that being long distance, I've learned like different kinds of communication I mean, me and Colton lived together before I went to law school, so this was a huge change for us, going from seeing each other every single day, like literally every single day, to seeing each other every three weeks. I mean, it's insanely difficult, and we don't talk as much, and I think there's times when I do see him, like, I have to be really specific with my communication techniques and, like, talking to him and getting to what I want to know while also, like, you know, in law school, we don't have a lot of time, so it's, you have to be patient, but also, you know, get to the point and all these things. It can, it can be a stressful situation trying to communicate with your partner on top of and like being in law school. And, like, make them know that they're a priority as well. Yes. But it can be very difficult for them to maybe see that. Yeah. As much as you want them to know they are a priority. Yes, and then really maybe you hard. can't show them all the time because you're so busy, but... Yeah. And it's interesting though now because he is in a program where he's doing a lot of work as well. Mm -hmm. So he's in a program where he's working a lot at work and it's made it to where I kind of feel maybe what he felt, you know, getting kind of abandoned in a sense of just like, hey, I haven't talked to you. Like you haven't sent me a good morning text in like four days. Like, do you still love me? (laughs) And also like I need validation all the time. So it's just eye-opening whenever you see it from the other person's point of view and you're just like dang this is how he feels all the time I definitely think with a long distance relationship like if you can make it work through law school everyone says like it'll work out in the end because that's a super trying time like stress levels to the max and obviously being an attorney is a super stressful job in general yeah but law school is very testing for a lot of relationships I think that's why you like exactly what you said. It kind of sets you up to know, like, are we going to be able to work through some of these problems we might have whenever I do get out in the real world and start working? I had read in somewhere that around December, when people go back to their homes and they mm-hmm. meet up with like their long distance boyfriends, girlfriends, um, your first semester of law school, that's like the number one time that people break up. So it's like if you can make it past that. And there's, that. A, there's a specific name for it. I will find it. I think it's like the Thanksgiving dump or something like that. And it's it's like a known law school thing that, you know, a lot of long-distance couples don't make it that first semester. Yeah. So 
You made it. Yeah, that's a good sign, right? (laughs) So we found this fun little article talking about different myths about dating a law student. Well, since we're both law students and we know a lot of you guys are as well, we wanted to read you some of these and then kind of talk about if we thought they were myths or if they were real. So you want to start us off? Myth number one. Yeah. When you argue with a law student, you will never win. We always need to be right. (laughs) and I'm sure you can hear me smiling through me talking because I can say for myself this is not a myth personally personally (laughs) yes Samantha loves to be right in argument every time that's what's gonna make her a badass attorney but it's also bad sometimes in a relationship it can be really hard because just like we were saying about the validation and knowing that you're worth like the person needs to know that they're a priority if you're always arguing and they never get to win then they might think well oh she's a lawyer and she just thinks she's so cool and yeah resent you you know you don't want that so. i feel like if i was dating someone that wasn't in law school they wouldn't be able to really handle it at mm-hmm. least john kind of knows where i'm coming from he knows that it's like in my blood to just yeah. you know I, I i'm gonna get my way not my way but my argument in it, like when i'm arguing with him like i'm i'm usually gonna be right and it's not always great i usually have to apologize at some point <laughs> but it's just true because i think if you're in law school like you're probably there because you're pretty good at coming up with some kind of argument yeah and you enjoy it and you enjoy it yeah i think um I was just thinking this point is that it's probably good for you to date someone in law school <laughs> because just knowing that about you and someone has to stand up to you and you know and he does yeah and I think it's funny because in relationships like it's frustrating to get told that you're not right but it's something that has to happen so I think that's really funny that you are dating another law student yeah, future lawyer we, we argue and then we start throwing in legal terms in there i'm like oh gosh i what, feel like anyone watching that would be I like doing? what is going on and then i always tell him i'm like this is how it's going to be in the courtroom one day the public defender yeah. versus the district attorney of yes <laughs> that would be hilarious so i feel like that is a potential non-myth yeah. because i'm sure you're not the only one who wants to be right all the time i know there's times i want to be right of course too but I think that's with anyone. So I think most people we've met are kind of of that mindset. They're yeah. just very good at arguing and getting their point no matter what. And just like sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like beating the other person down until they just like, okay, fine, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's a lawyer quality. Yeah, that's a lawyer quality. Yeah. Not, not everyone's going to love it. Okay, so um, the second myth is when they are with you, they are thinking about law school. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McBadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. 
The twists and turns and never lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. So I think this applies more to like your relationship, like a not law school boyfriend. Yeah. So what do you think? I think that this is a myth because I think that's personality based. I feel like if you can't turn it off, then you're going to think about it all the time. But I don't think about law school. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Like in every single moment I'm with him, I don't think about law school. But there are times where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's part of yeah, it. So, yeah. But I mean, even with you, do you, I mean, obviously you had to make part of your relationship separate. So like you were saying with the boundaries. So, I mean, yeah, when you're dating somebody that's in law school, it's very hard to separate law school from your relationship. Yeah. Um, I think when we were first navigating, because it's our, obviously both of us first relationship in law school yeah. with another law student. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we had to kind of navigate just how to handle those kinds of situations. Yeah. I don't know. And like not talk about law school 24-7 because it gets annoying and then it's too much and then it's like, oh God, like I can't even come home and talk about and get the away. Bachelor. Like that's all I want to do for one second is not talk about law school. I think it's hard sometimes too because we're so consumed, consumed with it and that's all you can think about and so yeah I can totally see that the third myth that I think this is more about lawyers in general but it's that we're all angry argumentative and bitter so this kind is like the first one but a little bit more harsh what do you think are we all angry I don't <laughs> I definitely think on certain days that we can be angry argumentative and bitter but Not all of us. I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule, but I think something that we came into contact with whenever we first started law school is we would be, like, laughing and, like, just delirious in a sense, and people would be staring at us like, why are they smiling and having fun? So I feel like it goes with the connotation of being an attorney is, like, we have to be, like, yeah, serious. Yeah, I remember that when Haley and I and our friend Bailey kind of, you know, we hung, we hang out, we still hang out all the time. But um, when we first started, we were just having the time of our lives. Yeah. We were joking around, just being, you know, it was before hit the fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, we would get those looks like, oh, God, they're smiling in the law school. Yeah. And it was just, now looking back, it's probably like two L's. Like, oh, these silly one L's, they don't even know what's going to hit them. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get our, got our grades back. Now we're not laughing. Yeah. So. Now we're not laughing at all, ever. No, I'm just kidding. The next myth is that we thrive off of people's problems. So I think this is another lawyer one. And honestly, 
I mean, don't lawyers thrive over other people's problems because that's what we keeps do. them in business. Yeah. People so. come to talk to you and you're supposed to sit there and listen and like essentially help them with their problems, usually legally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think that that's a myth. I think that that's it's true. true because yeah. most people don't come to a lawyer if they don't have a problem. Yeah, you don't, I mean, maybe if you're writing a will or something, that's not yeah. technically a problem. But most times you don't want to have to call a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want to have to contact an attorney because that means that... You got in trouble. Yeah, you got in trouble or you're in some... Sticky situation. Sticky situation. Or an uncomfortable situation. Like, I'm mm-hmm. thinking about property with, like, all the family arguments. Like, that's not fun. No one wants to do that. Um, another one that we found in this article was... All we needed to become a lawyer, or in this case, a law student, was enough money, family, connections, and a heartbeat. So I think a lot of people, when they think about dating a law student or a lawyer, they think, oh, they just probably, everything comes easy to them. Their mom's, dad's probably an attorney. Like, that's a, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's a valid um a common misconception that everyone that everyone has these connections and everyone's parents running in the family yeah but that's so not true yeah i don't have anyone in my family that's an attorney neither do i and most i mean most of our peers don't yeah maybe at other schools ratio is different ratio is different but i mean yeah i think it's interesting that that would even be an idea it's not just law school. Like, we also have to take the bar. And whenever I think anyone who reads a legal document or a contract or a lease is like, dang, I, do, I don't know what this means. And I think that that's why, you know, we have a job. And so I don't think it's just a heartbeat is just enough, I think. Or even a family connection, I think. That'll get you into law well, school. Well, that, that's the thing. You could have a family connection and get a sick job, but... What happens if you don't actually put your mind to it and, like, pass the bar? Like, what are you going to do then? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's on you. It's on you. So I think this is a myth, but I do think it's a common misconception. I think so, too. And the last one is that we're all workaholics. Ha, ha, ha. Um, well. I hate to say, but uh, I think this is true. It is true. Samantha was just saying today about, I wish I had a job or I wish I worked so I could just go home and lay on my couch and not have to think about work until the next day. And I was like, yeah, that's nice. And the funny thing is, as an attorney, that will never be us because work will always need to be done unless the case is closed and you're on vacation. I don't really see another time where you could go home and not have to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're always working. And if we're not working, we're probably thinking like, "Mm." We need to be we, working. We need to be working. And if I'm wa- sitting there watching TV for more than, like, an hour, I'm, like, itching to, like, Get on your you know, computer. I'm, like, oh, gosh. Like, I definitely should be doing something right now. And sometimes it's not even the case. Like, there's been times, like, over the break mm-hmm. where I was so bored out of my mind not doing anything. And all I could think was, dang, should I start reading ahead? Like, for next semester? Like, I Does this so qualify bored. her as a workaholic? Let us know. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. Like, it's psychotic. Like, it was my break, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should start taking notes. Like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. But I think that's just who we are, and, you know, we have good work ethic. Yeah, and I feel like whenever you get in a routine, and you've been doing it for 15 weeks, and then you just stop, like, your body's like, what? Yeah. So I feel like that's another reason why over break, you know, you're like, what do I do? I feel so, like, weird. I don't, why do I have all this time, you know? It makes sense that you'd be like, <sighs> Yeah. 
And I think even if we, like, sometimes, like, right now, I'm extremely unmotivated. Mm -hmm. Probably the most I've been since I started school. But even though I'm unmotivated, I'm still itching to work. It's just, like, it's a weird dynamic. I, I can't quite put the description to it. I think maybe whenever we say unmotivated... We just, one, don't have the motivation we did at the beginning. I think because it was new. And two, it's just hard. It's really hard. I think, like, back to what I was saying about all you need is a heartbeat and a family and money. Like, that's insane, you guys. Because law school is the hardest thing I've ever done. It's so trying. It's so confusing. It kicks my butt every single day. So for someone to say that is, like, one, insulting. And two, just, like no way like that's an argument I want to win because I just disagree so strongly so yeah I feel yeah we're workaholics maybe we should call the podcast something like that ladies who workaholic I'm just kidding well maybe one day we'll uh start something up after that when we get out and start actually working and we'll we'll become workaholics true workaholics with real jobs that'll be nice right getting paid getting paid see there you go i knew yeah. as soon as i said paid you, your eyes would light up as soon yeah lately it's really been about like not running out of financial aid and then trying to find maybe a possibly paying job over the summer which is slim to none 90 percent not gonna happen yeah um which is fine so yeah i'd love to get paid yeah. one day i think that's i hear that too like two l's and three l's being like yeah i can't wait to get paid you know and like it's funny because last semester i was like it's fine we're fine everybody's fine you know now I'm feeling it. It's, un, you know, not being, there's, it doesn't always feel like there's something in it for us because becoming a lawyer is what is in it for us. And sometimes I can't see that, you know, and it's just like, dang. And it's so hard to picture yourself like the end game, like you practicing. And I'm like, I can't see that right now. Yeah. I wish I could see myself standing in front of the courthouse with my suit, but I can't see that, so I definitely give think, me something else. Yeah, like definitely once we start interning and volunteering, I think it'll come. That's and, and that's why they recommend our professor. One of our professors recommended, you know, why would you take a class when you can get real world experience? And it's like, yes, okay. And I think really that's what keeps you motivated to come back. And probably too, volunteering would be super helpful with that too. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, get your foot in the door. Yeah, any way possible any way possible just like we said last time networking so important obviously we're in the job hunt right now that's why this is so relevant to us but taking a turn to talking to jobs (laughs) yeah because that's all we can think about it's just it's true life like that's what law students all over the country are dealing with right now um so yeah it's relevant and obviously you know sure it takes a toll on our relationships as well with the stress of you know, what if I don't find a job? Like, what do I do then? But we're going to find jobs or internships. And I think... um, I think all of this plays into your relationship because it's who you are as a person and your stress and the way you handle stress and the way you handle rejection or success, all of that plays into your relationship. The communication aspect, it all ties back in. You know, so many lawyers are lonely and sad and it's because they work too much and don't have good communication techniques with their partners and things end up happening and they end up separating so I think 
the one of the biggest things we can learn right now, just in this aspect, because this will be what we're doing later on is to communicate well, how we manage our stress, notice the signs, go to therapy now so that we can be prepared and know like, okay, I'm feeling these things. I don't need to feel these things. I don't need to take this out on my partner. What do I do? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to kind of like self-reflect and be self-aware of what those triggers are. Yeah. It takes time too. I think it has to happen a few times and then, you know, you kind of have to get in a few situations that you don't like to recognize like, okay, I can't do this to myself again. This isn't fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like fighting with you. You mm-hmm. know, I think that, oh man, I just, I get it totally. It's hard. Yeah. Especially as a new couple, I think for you guys, like. Yeah. I mean, we chose to be in a relationship probably at the most stressful time of our Inopportune. Lives. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if it works out. I think it'll be good because... Uh, I definitely think it will. I think you're good for each other. Yeah. I think sometimes... the same kind of person, which yeah, is kind of... But not... But it's kind of... <laughs> you're the same but different. I think that that's, one of, that's the most cliche thing you can say about a couple, right? It's like, oh, they're the same but different, but, it's, you know, it's, it's true. true. Like, that's why it's a cliche because usually cliches are actually true. true. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, we hope everyone has a happy Valentine's Day, enjoys their Galentines. Um, Samantha, what are you going to wear? Oh, the Galentines. Um, maybe a dress if I'm feeling sassy. But it's also 30 degrees out. Happy winter. So maybe a fur jacket of some sort. Cute, cute. What about you? I think I'm going to wear something pink because that's my favorite color. Should we get rosé? Yeah. I hope they are serving rosé because that would be like perfect for the occasion. What? And chocolate covered strawberries. I'm oh, so excited. Stop. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, but y'all will definitely see those pictures probably before this episode's even out. Um, so if you're so listening to this, go check them out. Give us a like. Yeah. Um, you can follow our Ladies Who Law School Instagram at Ladies Who Law School Podcast. Um, that's where we kind of post everything about when we're posting episodes, you know, just some motivation here and there. We also have a Facebook page that you can like and also a blog where all our episodes are posted as well also you can follow our personal instagrams if you want yeah it's at smith lemke mine's at oh hells yeah and those will be uh linked below in case you're having trouble figuring out (laughs) (laughs) probably mine yep but we always thank you guys for listening and we hope that you enjoyed it happy valentine's day xo xo bye guys (laughs) bye